and welcome to our weekly ICT4D conference podcast. My name is Sonia Ritzel from CRS, and I'm interviewing experts for you to talk about digital development trends, innovations, and good practice. Today, I'm joined with Rosa Maria Cortana at Oxfam Intermon, based in sunny Spain. Could you please introduce yourself to our audience? I'm Rosa Cortala, the IT director of Oxfam Intermon. Oxfam Intermon is one of the 20 affiliates of Oxfam Confederation based in Barcelona, Spain. I am in charge of information systems and infrastructure in Spain and 17 countries uh, distributed among Latin America and West Africa. I've been working in Oxfam for 18 years and since 2017, I'm involved in several digital transformation projects for public engagement unit and ICT4D. Before I joined Oxfam, I was the IT director in several for-profit companies. Thank you for joining us. I would like to talk to you a little bit about digital transformation and also your IT priorities. Now, as the pandemic is forcing us to support our programs and partners at a distance, and our colleagues working remotely from the safety of their homes, this really emphasizes the need for digital transformation. Would you like to share a little bit where does your organization stand in the progress of digital transformation and how has the COVID-19 pandemic accelerated this progress or changed your overall ICT strategy so far? Oh, for sure. If the digital transformation We simply mean the integration of modern information and communications technology within our organization at any level. I would dare to say that Oxfam Intermon stands at the medium level of progress on the journey of digital transformation, but with a long way to go to reach the final stage. Thanks to the strategy designed four years ago, we have been migrating our systems to the cloud, meaning that our applications are more flexible and scalable than ever. Right now, everyone in the organization is able to telework safely from home, as well as communicate effectively with countries, donors, local organizations, and all kinds of stakeholders. Let me give you some examples. Box is one of the key tools that allow us to share documents or any type of information and to collaborate effectively from any point of the globe. We use Opta as an active directory to manage access of all the staff so that Oxfam users have a single access point to global applications. The Microsoft Office 365 suite, highlighting emails and Teams, has become the key tool for exchanging messages and chats, especially used for the internal communication purposes, changing the way that we work and helping us to stay in touch at any time. We complement teams with Zoom for corporate communications, training sessions and webinars. With Workplace, uh, we keep all the staff informed in regard to what is happening in the organization. And it's interesting to see how anyone in any language can freely publish in working groups and contribute to their opinions in a totally open way. In regard to corporate tools, we use all SAP models for back and front offices management, which can be securely accessed from anywhere with a corporate laptop. So 
we also have made an effort to deploy Microsoft EMS in the laptops for all countries, and we have the system center to remote software distribution in HQ, which has allowed us to offer the required support to our users. Thanks to all these technologies, we can guarantee that our projects have the necessary technologies to, for proper operation and management. However, although we are not starting from the scratch, we still have a long way to go to improve our systems, make them more efficient and digitalize manual processes. In other words, to achieve the level of digital transformation we aim for. In regards with how COVID pandemic accelerated this process, well, that's really a good question. Let me explain a little bit more. We are very proud uh, of a starting point of our systems at the time COVID-19 came into our lives. Fortunately, the system's migra uh, migration to cloud strategy has proven to be very successful, putting us in a position of comfort and feeling that everything has been under control. Each of us has been able to, con to continue to carry out our work from home without causing serious inefficiencies to the organization. So the decision three years ago to replace desktop computers with laptops for whole staff was equally successful. As everyone has been able to have a computer without much IT staff involvement. We can state at infrastructure and security level, we have not had to accelerate any project. What has been amazing to see is how easily Teams and Zoom has entered in our lives and become key tools. Uh, we made the decision to deploy Teams on all laptops in Spain and 17 countries just a month before the arrival of COVID-19. There was no time to train all the staff and only a few people were using Zoom. So it's been amazing how everyone has quickly become used to both tools. COVID-19 did not come uh, with anything good, uh, but we have to thank it for allowing us to speed up the standardization and, and deployment of communications tools. Very true. Yes, we hear a lot about acceleration of the use of digital technologies at INGOs and our local partners this year. You mentioned training the staff and obviously technology is only ever as useful and successful as are the, the people who can apply it. Well, I assume obviously your organization is providing a lot of extra training, but are there any particular focus areas or are you still seeing certain gaps around uh, digital skills or digital literacy, uh, particularly within your team, not necessarily the beneficiaries and program users? Yes, fully agree. We are lacking a lot of more skills. Actually, what is happening in, in the world is quite uh, amazing right now. So in addition to the challenges posed by COVID, there has been a shift in the third sector that threatens to disintermediate some of the cooperation and humanitarian aid life cycle. So actually, the current environment is in a phase of deep, deep and permanent transformation that alters everything from the traditional political order to business models, including different areas of individual behavior, 
so how we contribute, what expectations we, we have of institutions, etc. At the heart of this change is the digital revolution. So which four years has been finished to be a possibility and has become a necessity. So new generations, companies and organizations already think and act digitally by default, converting the analog and virtual into part of the same experience. And we go through effortlessly often without realizing it. For this reason, would we further strengthen Oxfam as an organization that is relevant, resilient and impactful in a digital age? This means transforming our governance, management and operation structures and nurturing a culture of continuous learning, reflection and innovation. Digital transformation offers many opportunities and is in the basic requirement to ensure relevance. Integrating technology into all areas of the organization is a key to increasing value, improving people's experience, optimizing the efficiency of the processes and improving our impact in programs. So we have presented a digital transformation change plan to our board and has been approved in which we propose to create a digital and innovation office provided with the proper resources and budget. Our main priorities are to innovate in the way we relate with our collaborators, but also to digitalize and find efficiencies in our processes. The plan takes into account introducing culture uh, of change towards innovation, especially in our programs in the field, towards building capacities in our staff, to the point you, you mentioned. And finally, in strengthening our new technologies knowledge to allow us to innovate. That's an excellent summary of your digital transformation journey at Oxfam. Given the challenges and actions you just mentioned, may I ask how this impacted your IT priorities and your roadmap going ahead? So. Our roadmap is to make moving our systems to the cloud for in one hand. And in addition, the grants management system will be our focus this year. But at the same time, we would like to be recognized as an innovative organization in the digital age. That means many things, starting from the introduction of technology and co-creation in our programs which can help us to reach more impact, empowering the staff, especially IT staff, with digital skills and finding externally the ones we do not have. In addition, if we want to achieve a reasonable cost value, we need to push a culture of change in our organization that allow us to innovate and find efficiencies in our internal processes. Our main challenges are how to innovate uh, with a smaller IT team than ever. We have to shift from water flow methodologies towards a scrum and agile ways of working, but at the same time, achieve a high level of resource efficiencies that guarantees support to our operations. So don't forget that we are saving lives. Excellent. Thank you. You already answered a lot of my other questions, which is brilliant. 
I was wondering if you had to focus on either one or two sort of key priorities right now or key actions you're you're really focusing at this very moment. Um, what would those be? We are going to focus in create and deliver for countries um, a grants management system um, that allows us to be more effective. And in the second hand, so make our IT team stronger in terms of how we are able to deliver projects more quickly, more efficiency. That means emphasize or create capacities or skills in our teams that we don't have, especially moving from water flow way of working to scrum and agile ways of working. This is our main focus right now. Thank you. Since you mentioned skills that you might not have internally yet and where you might need external resources, because of my role, I'm particularly interested in hearing what we can do in terms of better collaborating around creating those skills. Since at least within INGOs, I think we have very similar skill needs and needs for digital capacity. And we use very similar tools. If there are ways that we can maybe make more about collaboration, especially since we're in the virtual space and there is no limitations in the sense of reaching colleagues or partners globally, if there's connectivity and if there is the equipment you mentioned earlier. There are uh, some ways to uh, increase our collaboration between NGOs and also between internally with countries and and regions. Um, there are a lot of uh, ways, but uh, I would emphasize one which is really important is make allies with another NGOs, but also with companies of technology like Salesforce or maybe Microsoft and, and other ones. Box, Okta, uh, organizations that uh, are helping us in strengthening our skills. There is several things. One is in uh, platforms, uh, building common platforms. And the other is what you mentioned in terms of training. So how we can leverage the knowledge we have and put it in a box in order to get the value for our um, beneficiaries. I would say two things. One is make or build strong allies within the, the NGOs and technologies and also with um, gathering in the market with universities or building relations with external organizations that can give us the skills uh, like data scientists or data analysis uh, skills that we lack uh, right now. Thank you. That is a very fantastic answer. That is all I had for this interview. And I feel like I have a lot of fantastic content. Thank you so much. Thank you for your kindness. <laughs> More information about our upcoming podcasts and webinars can be found on our website, ict4dconference.org. Hope you will join us again next week.